0: Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want
1: to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spark. I'm your host, Lee.
1: I'm your co-host, Ria.
0: So we really hope you enjoyed our previous series. Start with Lemonade Stand. Starting a business is really hard, especially in the very beginning. So if you decided to start a lemonade stand after listening to our podcast, and you also made it happen before 2019 end, we really would love to hear from you. So feel free to send us your story to Lee at entrepreneurkit.com. That is li at entrepreneurkit.com. So, Ria, you just started your middle school this August, right? So, how's your semester going?
1: Wow. Um, well, it's really different, especially because I've never had homework my whole life just cuz the schools I went to. Um
0: So, now you have homework? Yes. Is it a lot of homework?
1: Um not a ton, but I feel like people say it builds up over the like week so like already i've noticed there's like double as much almost as the first day of school
0: got it so you have less time to play but you have you need to spend more time doing homework right so how's everything else besides homework or assignments what else is different from middle Um, school well
1: lockers yeah which is really weird like you also changing classes you don't have a set class so you move around and like periods too i still had periods but those were just with the same teacher in the same classroom and breaks are a lot shorter like lunch used to be 50 minutes and now it is only 30.
0: wow so everything is more intense basically yeah you, we will spend more time actually in school and doing more like hard work rather than just playing right all right so because this series is about crafting so i would like to ask uh, some questions about crafting like anything that you like so previously i remember you showed me some Movies or videos that you and your friend actually created, which is really fun I think it's very creative that you guys are trying to play different roles and also make up your own costume and just different things uh, Settings that you all created on your own So besides that, do you like to make stuff in your spare time or at school?
1: Yeah, I really like to make stuff like recently What I've been doing is making decorations for my locker and other things because i feel like it's really fun to try new things and make stuff like pom-poms or keychains
0: so where do you where did you get your material
1: well mostly i just found it all over the house and also in our art room we have a huge variety of surprise uh, supplies but most of it was just from her house, like the pom poms, I just made it from yarn and glue and the um I just found old ribbons and tied mm-hmm. it and the keychains. Um I used old squishy clips that were like clips attached to squishies.
0: Nice, yeah, that's really great. Yeah. So how many kind of crafting have you tried and Are there any favorite, like favorite ones that
1: you love? Well, um, I really, really, my favorite type of crafting is like making ceramic things, because I like to just shape things with my hands until it looks like something. And it's sort of, it's engaging because you're always doing something. You're never waiting
0: it takes a lot of time though to not only to make but also you have to wait right on it until it dries and also put it in the kiln and yeah and cover layers of layers later yeah so that's great uh i remember you probably have made something like a plate or a bowl that you guys actually use in your kitchen right yeah yes. is that something that you are really proud of
1: yes i'm i've made at least one or two bowls and my favorite part is actually the painting so um like I even though they're really hard to wash and stuff we use them for stuff like pencil cups maybe to hold soap
0: that's really nice yeah it's Wonderful to feel that something you made with your hand can actually be used in your household, right? At home. And probably your parents are very proud of that too, right? As everyone, you may expect it, this episode is an introduction to our new series called Crafting with Hands and Hearts. For this series, we are going to introduce three kid entrepreneurs and an adult artist who is really good at crafting and they will be sharing their stories with us they will be sharing with us how they started why do they love crafting and how they started their business or their careers so before we actually get into more details of our featured guests i would love to share five different tips or maybe call ideas to build a crafting based business. So Ria will start with the first one.
1: Okay, so the first one is to define what you want to make. Think of a time when you made something that you were really proud of. What is it? Is it cutting paper? Is it drawing or ceramics or maybe stitching or even building your own toy cars? How many pieces do you have? or just a bunch of random stuff. What do you like to make the most? You should probably pick one of your favorite things or make more, or even try something new. Are you proud of the things you've made in the past and really wanna share it with your friends, parents, and relatives? Finding the right craft is so important because it should be something you really enjoy, not something you feel forced to do. You enjoy it's so much that you should be making it every day and it wouldn't be a problem. Instead, you should be excited about it. You want you should want to learn new skills and get better every single time you make it.
0: That's a great tip. Yeah, everything starts with your interest and your passion, and even if you spend a lot of time doing that, it will not be a problem. So I really like that. So the second tip we have is about to test a small quantity of your product or something you make on events. So think about once you actually find your talent or interest or just overall a passion for that specific craft, can you find time or efforts with your family? try to create like 10 or a dozen of those product or things like made by yourself or with the help of a family member or something like that? consider to sign up for a table to sell at a local event or a market so if the stuff you made is actually really good people would show interest and are they willing to buy it how much would they pay for it you can ask them right it's always a good conversation to have and maybe you can raise the money because you are a kid entrepreneur so if they don't want to buy it say if they are not convinced, what? Is it that is holding them back and can you talk to them about it? What they are looking for? Is it too expensive? Um, Is it something like that you created is not as functional so that they don't need it in the house or yeah, maybe you made it and it's not as that complicated or experienced. So is it the craft not good enough so that they actually don't like it? Try to um, test their product or idea in a real event. So in that scenario, people will actually help you give you suggestions so you can actually improve your craft and also overall products.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, The third one is to think about a website like Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign. After you figure out what people really like or what price they want to buy on you, think about having a Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign to launch your product. This campaign can help you raise money and bring your production to the market. Consider if you need a Chinese factory or not. This is a time where you can pre-sell all of your products and earn money ahead of time before you even produce anything. With the funding in hand, you can do so much more, like creating a personal brand, building a website, and also getting help to mass-produce your product.
0: That's definitely a great tip, I think, raising fund to test your idea and ask people to buy first um, really reduces the risk and also money that you put into like setting up any business or your product. And the fourth tip is actually to consider using fulfilled by Amazon, aka FBA. So since you are still in school and probably your parents also have their full-time jobs, dealing with the daily logistics of delivering orders might not be a very practical solution for you. After the campaign, you may want to create a bunch of product that you can actually sell at different platforms. Consider moving your product to Amazon or Etsy or any other third-party platform that can actually take care of the storage and delivery logistics for you you may end up sharing a big portion of the profit with that platform but that also means you save a lot of hassle for yourself you have more freedom to do things that you like and also keep growing your crafting skills And you don't have to deal with any customers, returns and all the complicated stuff. So I think it's really a time saver both for you and your parents. So consider different platforms and how you can expand your business over there.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. The fifth one is to consider a YouTube channel or a digital course. Now, whether you have an online store or not, the other things you can consider are to start a YouTube channel or a digital course. You can create many different episodes about the craft process or the products you made by hand. If you already know a lot about a specific craft, you you probably want to teach other kids how to do that. Yeah, You can build an online course on, on Udemy, Teachable, and many other course platforms. All in all, this is a great way to share your passion and teach others at the same time. If this is the route you're going to take, though, there's going to be a lot of research and digging that you have to do to learn how to make really awesome videos. Those are our five tips for you to start building a craft-based business. If you want to hear more, here we have this whole series called Crafting with Hands and Hearts where we invited three young entrepreneurs and one adult crafter who started their business or careers with arts and crafts.
0: Yes, so the first guest we have is Jonah Larson, the founder of Jonah's Hands LLC, a crocheting business. Originally from Ethiopia, Jonah lives in La Crosse, Wisconsin with his family right now. He taught himself how to crochet at age 5 by watching YouTube videos. Now he is 11 years old and he has been described as a crocheting prodigy. Crocheting has definitely made him a big influencer on Instagram and YouTube. As Jonah has more than... 192,000 followers on Instagram and 46,000 followers on YouTube. If you have an interest in crocheting, do not miss this episode. You will be amazed by Jonah's talents and also how passionate he is about crocheting.
1: Thanks. Um, so the second guest we have is Sarah Robinson and her mom, Susan Robinson. It's Sarah, the founder and CEO of Sarah So's, is from. Georgia. Sarah is known for her colorful apron and the 150 sewing products that vary in, s- in style and categories. Um, her products have been selling on Amazon and Etsy. She is also the winner of Girls Mean Business contest hosted by the Startup Squad in 2018. It's great to see how she is building a business with a craft she is very good at. Sarah and her mom will be on our show. And they have tons of experience selling on Amazon and Etsy. If you're thinking about that one, don't miss this one.
0: Yeah, so the third guest we invited is Joyce Curvin, an artist based in Palm Harbor, Florida. Joyce, use, uses, Joyce uses new and recycled materials to create zany creatures that have attitude and spunk. She uses plastic bottles, cardboard, and newspapers to create her own artwork. It is really amazing to see how those recycled materials turn into real art pieces in the gallery. As a working artist for more than 32 years, Joyce has always allowed fun colors, interesting textures, and also a playful spirit to fill in her work. If you are a mom looking for just using simple and recycled materials to teach your kids about crafting and making things, don't miss this episode. Joyce will give you a lot of tips and tricks to teach you how to make that
1: too. The last entrepreneur we have is Lila Black, the founder and designer at Lila Tav Monster. Lila's monster was designed to keep kids safe at night. Lila won the Young Inventor Award at Toy and Game Inventor of the Year in Chicago last year and sold some 2,000 units. Her story has been recognized on the New York Post, the Huffington Post, the Toy Book, Time for Kids, and many others. She and her parents also had the experience of running a successful Kickstarter campaign that allow them to put their monsters into mass production. If you're interested in creating your own toys or monsters, don't miss Lola's interview. Yep.
0: Yeah, so those are all of our four episodes that we will be featuring for this whole series. We hope you will enjoy it and let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. So please go to iTunes and leave us some reviews. Also, do not forget to email us your stories if you wanted to be featured on Spark Light. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I'm your host, Lee. I'm your co-host, Ria. Have a wonderful week and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators Podcast at peachandplumlab.com.